Welcome to the Positively You podcast. I'm your host, Jesse Larson, and I'm passionate about helping you shift the way you think so you can create a life you're absolutely obsessed with. Each week, I'll be bringing you a guest or a thought that's going to help you feel more optimistic and equipped to take real action. Get ready to push past limiting beliefs, ditch that negativity, and start showing up as the best and most positive version of you. Girl, let's do this. Well, hello, beautiful friend. I'm so happy and thrilled to have you tune in today. I hope however your day is going or whatever it is you're doing at this moment that you are having an amazing day and that you feel good. And if you don't, that this can turn it around and (laughs) you can just have an amazing day. I love sitting down to record and feeling like I'm hanging out with friends and I hope that you feel the same way when you are listening on the other end. So let's get into today's episode. Because Christmas is just next week, I can hardly believe it, I wanted to record an episode all about holiday traditions and kind of the ways that we celebrate with our families. So traditions are obviously a huge part of Christmas and the holiday season, no matter how you celebrate, and they can be super fun, but they can also have a flip side where they stress you out or they've got more of like a feeling of obligation or we just always do this. This is just the way it's always been rather than like a feeling of excitement or like happy anticipation, right? And so I kind of wanted to just talk about the traditions that we do and why we do them and if they're working for you and if they're not and kind of what to do. And so I've kind of broken this episode up into three categories and let's let's just get right into it, all right? So the first category is evaluating your current holiday traditions. And that might seem kind of weird, but I really think that it's important to, not just with with this, but with any aspect of your life, to kind of take inventory or evaluate just the way that you're doing things or the things that you have that are taking up time and space and energy in your life and, and figuring out, you know, what they are, number one, and if they're working for you and if they're not or what you love about them or what you don't love about them. So doing with your... Tra- Wow. Doing this with your traditions. When I first sat down to kind of do this, my kids were really young and I didn't even really know like what our family traditions were. As you're a young family with young kids, you might feel that same way that you haven't really like established things yet. But even if there's things that you just do kind of every year, if it's with your family or your spouse's or partner's family or whatever, that just keep happening year over year, you can write those down as kind of traditions and then go from there. And then, so if you want to physically write this down, you can, or if you want to just like mentally kind of take a note of the things that you do each year, the traditions that you've got, the parties that are always annual, whatever, just the things that kind of come up every single year during this this time of year. So once you've got kind of an idea of the things that you do each year, I think it's important to then kind of recognize how they fit how your energy feels around them, the the vibe you kind of get. Are they things that you're looking forward to every year? Do you get excited about doing them? When other people are kind of talking about their traditions and the things that they do around Christmas, do you want to be like chiming in and say, oh, 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 this is what we do and we love it so much? Or are there things on your list that kind of make you be like, oh, we have to do that again this year? <laughs> or, hey, um, 
do we have anything else going on that day that we could maybe do instead? You know, those kind of things that you don't really love, but they keep coming up every year. I think it's really, really important to figure out what you're doing and why you're doing them and if you even like doing them. You know I am all about being intentional with your time and with your energy and with your traditions. This is no exception. That's why it's so important to kind of just see how you're feeling. Take inventory and evaluate like, okay, this thing really lights me up. This is a heck yes. This is on the list. This is like gold stars everywhere. Or the things that you're like, wait, why do we do this? (laughs) Right? Also, if you are newly married or you've got young, young kids and you are just kind of starting out, I think this is especially helpful because as you're morphing like your traditions that you grew up with and the traditions that your partner or your spouse grew up with, and figuring out which ones you like absolutely love and you want to make fit into your new family and which ones you're kind of like, yeah, that was good that I grew up with that, but it's not something I want to continue. So evaluating the holiday traditions that you currently do, whether or not you love them, whether or not you're kind of like, meh, whatever. And along that line, it brings me into number two, which is talking about how to let go of the ones that aren't working anymore. I'm willing to bet there are probably some things on your list that aren't quote unquote sparking joy as Marie Kondo might say. And to that I say, then let's let it go. But that's probably easier said than done, especially if more than just your family is involved, right? It is so, I mean, not funny, but funny how we will keep doing something that we don't love or maybe even hate out of feelings of guilt or obligation. And I don't know about you, but guilt and obligation are definitely the feelings that I'm hoping to cultivate more of this season. Um, I hope you caught on to the sarcasm. Not really the vibe that I'm going for when I want to be feeling holly and jolly and peaceful and happy. So seriously, if a tradition that you have is starting to feel more like an obligation than a celebration, it's time to cut the cord, cut it off, say goodbye. And we need to normalize that. I think we've got this stigma with traditions that it's like we've always done it and we can't say no and we can't like be the one to ruin this or whatever. Like, no, we need to normalize the evolution of traditions. It's okay to evolve. I mean, hello, (laughs) that's like the entire point of the human existence is evolving and changing. But sometimes we get so rooted and stuck in our ways and let's face it, change is hard and as humans we really have a resistance towards it. We don't want to rock the boat. We don't want to make trouble. We don't want to make anyone feel bad. And so we just kind of like grin and bear it and say, you know what? It's fine. It's just one day or it's just one thing. And we do it over and over and over again. And then that's where this like dread in the season comes from because we're holding on to things that are taking away from the season. They're taking away our joy when instead we could just shift into something that adds more joy and gives us ease and lets us just have fun and go with a flow instead of like this, this resistance and this block that we have that just isn't helping us. So it's okay. Like let's normalize it. Let's say goodbye or let's shelf an old tradition if it's not working. It, and that's not to say that you have to be like, oh, I absolutely hate this thing that we do. It is so terrible. No, like you don't have to have awful, horrible, terrible, negative feelings towards it. Absolutely not. 
I think it's perfectly okay to have really fond memories of something and love what you used to do, but acknowledge that like it's not really fitting anymore or it's not working anymore or maybe it's just not working this year. It doesn't mean that you've never loved it and that you don't appreciate it and you don't have fond memories of it. It just means that you are evolving and as humans, that's what we do. And I think it applies here just as much as it does in any area of your life. All right, so if you've evaluated, you have kind of let some things go and maybe you're like, okay, well, do we have any traditions now? (laughs) Or you want to create some traditions for your own family, right? Like you had ones you grew up with and your spouse has traditions they grew up with and you're kind of like, well, I want to create something special for our own family, right? And so you feel that pressure as the mom to be like, I have to create this magic. I talked about this a little bit in last week's episode. That idea that we have as moms that we're the ones responsible for this. We have to create all this holiday magic and we have to like just make this so incredibly magical for our entire family. We put this unnecessary pressure on ourselves to just take these holidays just above and beyond. And that's a lot, right? And I see it everywhere. I mean, I was just on Instagram last week and in stories I saw someone asking like, help, I need ideas. What family traditions do you have? Or if you go on Pinterest and you type in Christmas traditions, a whole search will come up with like, posts that are, I don't know, 80 Christmas traditions you haven't thought of yet. 80? I'm sorry, I don't have room for 80 new traditions. Like, are you insane? Or I saw another one that was 25 magical ways to celebrate Christmas. Okay, 25, there's 25 days in, from the first of the to the Christmas, like maybe, okay, that still seems like a lot, kind of overwhelming. There was another one I saw that was 18 Christmas traditions your child will always remember. I don't know. Like, that's just so much pressure on the mom. And I walk away feeling like I am not doing enough. I am not measuring up as a mom. My kids are not going to grow up with these, like, fond holiday memories. Like, oh, no. So, (laughs) like, let's ditch that pressure, right? And I'm not saying that you need to, like, completely, like, get away from Pinterest or never bounce ideas off of other people with your friends or other moms. But... Maybe instead of approaching the idea of creating new traditions for your family around what other people do, let's try to get a little bit more intentional about what your family actually likes to do and just kind of let your traditions evolve organically and kind of create themselves. That sounds maybe weird and you're like, okay, well, how's that going to happen? Like you can still be intentional about it. But not have to like go on and search and then force a tradition on your family. I know I've tried that before with mine and it has not worked. And then I feel this like mom guilt or this mom failure that we do to ourselves, right? Where it's like, oh my heck, no one appreciates my efforts and I try so hard and this all just fell apart. And you have like this fairy tale vision in your head and it doesn't go according to plan. Please tell me I'm not the only one. I know I'm not. But if you've been there, right, where you're just trying to create this magic and it just does not correlate, it's because you're like forcing it and you've got this vision of what like someone else has done. And it's like, well, they did it perfectly and whatever. So I'm going to share two of the traditions that we do in our family that have happened organically and they've just kind of morphed into a a tradition because when we, anyway, I'll just share. So One of them is that, so I have three kids and they each buy for each other. So my daughter will buy a present for both of her brothers and then the boys will both buy one for 
the brother and the sister. Does that make sense? So they all buy for each other. So on Christmas morning, so it started when they were super little, when I just had the two, you know, and we're just this small little family. And I was like, okay, well, we'll buy, you know, Santa gifts or gifts for mom and dad. And then, oh, how cute would it be for our little Annabelle to buy a present for Liam and then Liam to buy one for his baby sister. And when he was like two or three, he loved going to the store, you know, and picking out a little present for his little one-year-old sister. And then it's just kind of carried over. And my favorite thing about this tradition that we've done is that all through the month of December and leading up to Christmas, my kids are so excited to go shopping for their siblings. They think about what they want. We have, I have one-on-one time with each of them because I take them all shopping separate. So it's intentional one-on-one time that I have with my kids but then we're thinking about the other two while we're out and, and it's so fun to be shopping with them and to have them kind of like their little minds are just going and they're so generous. Like they, and they're so, um, intentional with their gifts. Like it's not just, Oh, get them this, whatever. Like they know what would make them smile, what would make them like so happy. And then on Christmas morning, the last couple of years when they've run down the stairs, I'm not joking you. The first thing that they have done is grabbed a present from under the tree to give to the other person like they want their present they picked out opened first and then of course they get excited about the things that they're getting too but it's been so such a fun tradition to have them buy for each other and to have that intentional time and like and they remember like they remember the gifts that they got for each other and it's just so fun so that's one of them and it happened organically like I just took my little two-year-old when he was two shopping for his baby sister and then it just kind of kept happening it wasn't something that we sat down one day and we were like okay I want to do this tradition I think it would be amazing like it just happened and that's why it's so fun right the other one that we have is actually a tradition that just started last year so this will be our second time doing it but it's called Christmas Steve and it's the 23rd of December so my kids were getting really excited you know, the advent and Christmas countdown. And so they're like, what's today? What's today? And you know, it's three days till Christmas, it's four days till Christmas. And they were like, okay, so it's not Christmas Eve. It's Christmas Eve, Eve. And my littlest Finn at the time was three. And he was like, who's Christmas Steve? And he was getting really confused with us saying Christmas Eve, Eve. He thought we were saying Christmas Steve for whatever reason. And we all just thought it was hilarious. And so it stuck. So that's how it started. But then we were like, we need something to do for Christmas, Steve. And we were going to do gingerbread houses that night anyway. So now Christmas, Steve is the 23rd of December. We do a family gingerbread house night where we each make our own gingerbread house. It's just this fun little thing that we do. It just started last year. I'm not joking. My kids have talked about it all year. All year. They cannot wait for Christmas, Steve. They might be more excited for Christmas, Steve than Christmas. I don't know, jury's still out on that one. But those are my two favorites because they happened so organically. I didn't sit down. I didn't go on Pinterest. I didn't, you know, look at what every other mom was doing and and try to measure up. So I hope that this just gives you kind of an idea to let the pressure go and to just let things kind of evolve, to let it work for your family. Like, We have, you know, there's all these things that work for other people's families. I have a friend who goes every single year up into the mountains and they cut their own Christmas tree down and it looks like the funnest thing. And for them, it is. And it morphs really well with their family. For my family, that wouldn't work, at least not right now. Like it's just not 
something that would flow really well. And so if I tried to do that, it would be really forceful. I definitely would feel some resentment. You know what I mean? Like if it's not aligned or it doesn't fit, it's okay. I also think that it's okay to try new things and to be okay saying, yeah, that's fine. It was fun this year. Not really our thing. And to not be afraid to let something go and let something drop. Like it's okay. (laughs) So let's just recap really quick with traditions and how to make the most of them and just to be more intentional with them and have it feel more easy and flowing and just light, right? So number one is evaluate your current holiday traditions. Number two is don't be afraid to let go of traditions that are not working for you anymore. And number three is creating new traditions for your family. Let it happen organically. So I hope this episode was helpful for you. Just a quick little one right before Christmas to get you thinking about the things that take up space and time and energy in your life. Your life is so beautiful and this season is so beautiful. And I honestly truly want nothing more than for you and your family to just be filled with joy and for peace and to just feel lightness and ease this time of year and to just enjoy being with your family without feeling the pressure. So just big deep breath in, big deep breath out, and just let it go. Just be present. Don't worry about the next thing that you have to get done. Just enjoy your family. Be intentional. Take note of the things that you naturally enjoy as a family and just add more of that in. And I hope you have an incredible, very Merry Christmas. Thank you for hanging out with me again today. I'm so glad you pressed play. If you want to take a quick second to share this episode with someone you think would love it too, that would be amazing. If you're loving the show, make sure you go and leave a review on iTunes. Reviews are like magic for podcasts and your review will help get this show into the ears of more amazing women just like you. And come find me over on Instagram. I'm there at positively.jesse and I cannot wait to hang out with you some more. So until next time, have an amazing week.